Hello and welcome to UC Today. I'm Senior Editor Tom Wright and today I'm joined by Scott Houston from EPOS. Hi Scott, how's it going? It's going well, thanks for having me. Thanks a lot for joining us. Um, to start with, would you be able to just give us an overview of um, what you've been up to in your role over what I'm sure is a, has been an incredibly busy 12 months or so? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, so it, as you said, my name's Scott Houston. I'm a field sales engineer at EBOS. Uh, what that mainly consists of is uh, a lot of the technical assistance uh, for our sales team. So as they deal with uh, end users, uh, distributors, resellers, uh, and if we're doing a uh, product presentation, uh, as example, uh, I would do uh, a lot of trainings for them, a lot of on the education side uh, about not only the brand, but particular technologies, the products themselves, everything from headsets, speakerphones, uh, new video products that we have. And, uh, and then the other side of it is a lot of kind of the pre-sales discussion for uh, end users, as an example, if there's a insurance institution that is looking, uh, you know, let's say kind of this return to office and what those devices will look like and answer and kind of getting into more of the qualifying questions on making sure we understand their needs and then recommending the appropriate products uh, for those needs. And that's the, the majority of my day to day. Uh, and my history was I've been here, uh, say maybe 17 years now. Uh, and this was back for from the original partnership that they had with Sennheiser uh, up until 2019. And then the uh, split off of what used to be Sennheiser Communications into what is now EPOS uh, as our new brand. Okay, cool. And um, so I suppose we've all experienced um, the impact the pandemic's had on the way we work and communicate. But would you be able to explain a bit how you've seen kind of your customers shift in how they kind of adapted throughout that period. Uh, definitely. And it, and it's certainly been a, uh, I think a learning experience for everyone, uh, whether it be a, uh, the company itself, uh, that has all of these people who are now working from home, uh, or those that will kind of be going back and forth in this hybrid uh, platform. And I remember when, in, when it all kind of came to a, a, a full stop of everyone go home and we we will be issuing you uh, laptops, webcams, uh, headset devices, if they didn't already have one. Uh, so there was this mad dash for anything that had a USB connector that someone can connect to their laptop to be working from home. And that was certainly the majority of it outside of uh, providing like desk phones for, for people at home. I think there was a, a little more minimum of that. So there was this huge transfer of people that would work from desk phones in their office on a normal day to day and now going into UC platforms. And again, they're having to learn an entirely new structure of you know, teams and zoom and uh, did all, all of these others. And there's, you know, so many that, you know, trying to really, uh, you know, wrap your head around all that new technology and these new buttons you have to push, how to make something work uh, was definitely, I think, frustrating in the beginning for the majority of people. But of course, over time, it becomes, you know, new habits, new muscle memory to, to make everything uh, just kind of work. And uh, it's uh, it's certainly interesting because there, there was also a, a little fun anecdote, I think, uh, would be, you know, a lot of people moving since they didn't have to be in the office anymore. And there was so much conversation of, you know, you will be a work from home employee permanently now. So people are, you know, looking at real estate and as they're looking at real estate, they're looking at what room in this house can I make my home office now, which was 
kind of a concept, especially here in the States for, you know, we didn't never looked at it that way. When, when I bought the house I'm in now, I didn't think that I would end up on my porch, like you see behind me, <laughs> uh, you know, full time going from, you know, eight 30 to, to six o'clock every day, uh, doing these, you know, type of video interactions and, and making calls in a, you know, not so dressed up corporate environment. And that's now just become the norm. It's, it, it's okay for your background to not be so clean all the time. Like people understand like you're, you're home and you have to kind of just do the best you can with what you have, I guess. And I think we all kind of naturally think back to that initial period when it was about getting equipment and getting set up for the first time mm -hmm. and all a bit chaotic. But there are, of course, still challenges now and challenges that we're looking at facing as kind of work becomes a bit more hybrid. So would you be able to talk through some of you know the biggest pain points you see in remote workers and maybe even looking towards the hybrid working side of things as well? Yeah, and and for for the home workers, it it be there was the the new challenges of how are we going to deal with all the noise that's in the house, especially those that you know uh, that would have children. And uh, I have three children myself. I have a, a nine year old, a two year old, and an eighteen month old. So my house was very loud most of the day, <laughs> uh, and you know, and until we were able to kind of get them, you know, back in school and in daycare, uh, there was always something happening. And a lot of times, just having a closed door isn't always going to be good enough to help minimize a, a lot of that noise. And it's, and it's even that it can be environmental noise working in New York city, having an apartment there where you could have, you know, train noise and construction and all of these other things that are still happening around you. And when you're on a business call and you're communicating with someone, you know, the hardest part is just making sure that your message, what you need to say is coming across clearly, uh, you know, kind of the, the loud and clear and, you know, and whether it be like from a, a sales guy point of view to make sure that your presentation again is well, you know, good on the audio side, good on the visual side, but we also learned how important the audio is over the video side of it. Uh, you know, using a regular webcam, everyone's going to you know look okay, but how do we get past the, the, the noise? What tools do we have that we can offer? That's going to help that overall experience because it's not going to be just beneficial for you as the, the person using it, but on the other end too, again, if you're, you know, selling them something or you're having a conversation with your family and just being able to have that interaction and, you know, the better it sounds, the better that experience is going to be. So that's where we saw, you know, again, anything with a, you know, the kind of the boom arm, you have that better noise rejection from the outside, uh, you know, easy plug and play. We don't want it to be difficult for someone to try to use some of these devices in the home. A lot of times they might be in a rush and they need to just plug, start their meeting and go or, or start their conversation. And, uh, and, you know, even getting back to like the family conversation, doing, you know, a large zoom call with, uh, everyone in your family, and you might need a speakerphone for that again, so you can hear everyone well, be heard well. So we're seeing a, a lot of new applications for these products just in kind of the home and personal life as well as the business life. So I guess when we think about to the start of the pandemic, it was all very much headset focused and most people were joining meetings remotely. But now as we look towards, I suppose, more of a hybrid working model, there'll be some people at home, some in the office, you know, in a room with other people. How is that mm -hmm. kind of changing how businesses are approaching um, their audio? Yeah. Uh, so uh, what's happening you know, currently over here in, in the States is there, the conversation has started and it's starting to become a much more serious conversation than it was 
several months ago about what that return to office looks like. Our company is going to be back at 100% capacity. Uh, are they are they planning on being at 20, 30% capacity by the end of 21, 50 to 70%, you know, at the end of 22, as an example, uh, you know, in the most of the companies that I talk to, I haven't heard yet that anyone really wants to get back to that 100%. We're going to fill pack, you know, the, the building again, uh, with all these people. I think that will happen again eventually, but in uh, many years from now, uh, a lot of what we're hearing is how the new furniture layout will be. What will the new guidelines be for social distancing and how far apart people will be able to sit, whether it be in cubicles or kind of still the open office concept? Uh, will it be uh, more meeting rooms or less meeting rooms, collaboration spaces, how, how they address uh, those situations where you would have, you know, one meeting room designed for 10 people, but a lot of times you, you know, fill it up with 15, 20 people for, you know, a, a, an orientation or, you know, some kind of company presentation that might happen. And I think a lot of that will, will be less and less. So what used to be 10 people will probably be five, what, you know, and, and 20 will, will be 10. And what kind of devices will help with those safety guidelines? That a lot of companies will will have. So you know, thinking of uh, the speakerphones as an example, using a, a speakerphone that you know may say this is good for eight to ten people. Based on distancing, you may want to get something a little bit larger, or you know, tube speakerphones, or, or how that will how that infrastructure will look going forward. A, a lot that's a lot of the conversation. The other half of that is uh, on the headset side. Is everyone you know kind of got issued a headset? when they work from home, uh, whether they had to buy it themselves in some cases or, or the company provided, is it, will it become a situation if they need to now take that with them everywhere they go? So now another piece taking up real estate in a backpack or, or, or suitcase and, and all that as you go back and forth, uh, what you may use while telecommuting uh, or just the commute to, to work if you're taking public transit uh, and you still need to make a call or you know listen to you know music and take a call in between. Uh, and that's where a lot of the devices that we have and that we've introduced really are this, uh, you can use it at home, use it in the office, Everywhere in between, uh, our adapt lineup is is something that would fit that bill. Where it's you know really great headphones, really good noise canceling to keep the outside noise away from you and and lessen those distractions. But on the microphone side of it, so while it would look like a consumer device, this is a business and a UC certified product based on the microphone performance of it. Uh, so those things are important. The other half of that is uh, you know let's say if people were given Bluetooth headsets for, for their use in, in home. And, and they're now saying, okay, these devices are going to be in the office and we're going to be at 50% capacity by, by the end of the year. And that could be a few hundred people that are all now on this new Bluetooth wireless technology, where if you have a few hundred people on Bluetooth and they're in a fairly close environment, can also lead to interference and you know problems just within Bluetooth because of the minimal amount of bandwidth that Bluetooth actually uses to communicate with the devices it's connected to. Uh, so that's where those are kind of the kinds of questions we ask our end users and customers to say, if you know what is what is that plan? Because we want to make sure that your frustrations are minimized. So if you're thinking about trying to put in 400 Bluetooth devices back in the office, 
you're probably going to run into some issues. So where can we get some wired in there or switch over to decked wireless so we can sprinkle that in again to, to ease ease those frustrations, make it an easier transition, not only for you as, you know, let's say the IT supervisor, but you know your end users as well to make sure that they're okay and they're having a better experience uh, both back and forth. So there's so many variables within that conversation and it can get pretty lengthy, uh, much like my explanation of it all, I guess, uh, to, to say, you know, to really start having people think about what tomorrow looks like in that regard and to make sure they have the right tools so that they can worry about, you know, making sure that their employees are in a safe environment, that they are, you know, being, you know, taken care of and kind of get back to the business as usual, so to speak. Sure. And um, we touched on this a little bit already, but it would be great to hear a bit more about how EPOS is helping customers tackle these challenges. Perhaps we could start with remote working and then we'll look a bit more into the office as well. Sure. Uh, so uh, all of our uh, products, we, we have kind of three different categories we put our products into uh, or series names uh, where we have what, what's called an impact line where traditionally these were kind of the in the corporate wall in headsets, uh, everything from wired, a couple of Bluetooth pieces, uh, also decked uh, wireless, which have always kind of been our, you know, the, the premier, the, the bells and whistles, everything feature packed. You know, if you have a, an executive with a, a closed door office, whether at home or, or in, in the office, you know, something like that, where we can connect several different audio sources. If, if they need to have a, a desk phone, their laptop and connect to their cell phone over Bluetooth, kind of all in one device or creating this audio hub and uh, that's called our impact 5000 series. And that's been super successful even, even throughout all this, because they're everything they did in the office, they have to, you know, repeat back, back in the home. So all those home workers, they either took that device or were issued a new one so they can have that same experience and they can connect, you know, a speakerphone to it when it is quiet in the house and use a speakerphone, you know, while at home uh, or the headset and have the mobility, the range to, you know, for me to get up and go to the coffee machine and uh, go to the fridge or uh, something like that. Uh, so you have these devices that will allow for that mobility of it, or you may be, you know, kind of more stationary sitting at your desk all the time. And, you know, you have a wired headset and when you have these wired ones, you want to make sure they're durable. They can, you know, withstand the, you know, kind of the normal everyday wear and tear. I, I always think of a, you know, a frustrated contact center agent that's working from home and, you know, you kind of rip the headset off and say, oh, I, you know, you just had like that one bad call. And, you know, a lot of times when you do that can lead to, you know, broken headbands and frayed cables uh, for the microphone. And, you know, a lot of what we offer is that robustness, that build quality where that's not a concern for people, along with a two-year warranty of, across the entire portfolio of products we offer so that when someone is buying these for their employees, uh, as an example, they know they're getting their money's worth, their return on investment on having a quality product that they have confidence in, that they know will take care of should there be a problem. Uh, and then there's all these other devices, like I mentioned before, the adapt lineup, that is more of the, uh, which is a lot of it's Bluetooth. So that's always, you know, attractive for a lot of people working at home so they can connect it to multiple devices like a laptop, cell phone, tablet, as an example. And if they're just focused, listening to music, we have noise canceling on there and other features, especially with better microphone technology, we've introduced AI technology into some of the microphones 
in the headsets over the last year. Again, that's adapting to your environment and making sure that your voice is clear, the message is heard uh, loud and clear. And especially at, at home, that's, uh, again, where it's going to make the most difference because you don't know. It's not a controlled environment anymore in, in some cases. You know, I do, again, kind of use the Manhattan as, as the example. Anything could happen, you know, outside what's, you know, outside your apartment in, in the streets of Manhattan, you know, construction and, uh, you know, traffic noise, honking horns, dogs barking, all those things. And making sure that all of that distraction is not heard, you know, from your B side that you hear me, you're not hearing the landscapers, you know, behind me working on my neighbor's house, you know, with the big lawnmowers, uh, which is just about to happen. I can see from, from my other window, uh, you know, that, that may happen soon, but I have confidence that what's being recorded now is not going to be heard, uh, over my microphone that you'll hear me. Uh, and it's just, when we talk to people and they say, you know, we have this situation with our work from, with our workers who are in the home, how do we best minimize these distractions? How do we get the better audio? And, you know, that's where the conversation leads and asking those questions to make sure, again, we're, we're helping them make the right decision on product. Cool. And I'm sure a lot of those challenges are present in the office as well. And you also, um, went through some very specific office challenges a few minutes ago. Would you be able to explain a bit about how EPOS is helping address those problems as well? Yeah, and and that's where, you know, we want to be involved in that return to office conversation. That, that's been, uh, especially for me, when I'm working with my sales team and I say, you know, make sure you get me involved if, uh, you know, company B has you know, th these are their concerns when it comes to the, the return to office and their new desk setup. And there's going to, there's a lot of focus on, you know, hotel desking and no one really having a permanent place like they used to because they may now share it with someone else or several people in some cases. So there's, you know, cleaning services that are coming in all the time and, you know, they can't have a headset that's used by several people anymore like they used to. So how, what products can we talk about that will address that? Things like having a, a portable version of our decked headset. It's called a decked dongle. Uh, so being able, again, to have that plug and play right into a USB, you have a headset, it's a smaller footprint, so it's not taking up so much space and can go back and forth uh, or making it a simple pairing process. Let's say if they're using one computer at that desk and they just need to come in, pair their headset to it, and the nice thing about decked is saying you can have several hundred people using decked wireless in there and not have the interference issues like you'd have with Bluetooth. You know, so it's what does their plan look like and understanding what their vision is for the, that office space and saying, okay, the, you know, that's, that's great. It's ambitious. And that's what we want to be hearing. We, we want to hear that you know, their goals of what they want to achieve with that. Because in the, you know, a year ago, having this conversation, th that conversation was very different. Uh, you know, it was, we don't know if we're ever going to return or, uh, you know, we may have just only the absolute essential people back. Um, but then they realize now that that's a lot of real estate and money that's being paid that, you know, it's not going anywhere. So you know, no one wants to lose money in this transition either. So it's how can we make sure that the, the products that are going to go back into the office that are either going to come with the employees or go back and forth and, and so on, that they may have one or two, maybe even three different headsets that they, that they go to a speakerphone. Let's throw in there too. Uh, how are they handling, um, new, new things like, uh, teams rooms or zoom rooms 
and doing more video stuff, kind of the video collaboration bars. And how do we make that easy by building products that are computing inside and removing the need for a laptop inside that meeting space so everything can be done from one device and a remote control. So again, cleaning service comes in, they're just wiping down the remote. It's, it, it, it becomes a lot less products to deal with, a lot less maintenance and a much less cost to it too when, when you talk about that. So the, the conversation typically goes you know, off on many tangents as we get into it, because again, we, we wanna make sure that you know, we have the confidence in what we're selling them and they have the confidence in what they're buying from us too. So to have, to say, we know from our own experience, from other experiences, providing business cases and references as well, to say, this is where we can go here, let's say even in this one area and getting you to that goal that you have. Does that kind of make sense there? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And it's um, certainly interesting times ahead, I think. And I also think that's a a good place for us to leave things, Scott. Thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. And thank you, everyone, for watching. If you enjoyed our video, as always, please give us a like and a share on social media. But until next time, thank you.